You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I am doing just great. I'm getting in the car. I might just drop to Auburn just to stare at stadium until uh, it, it feels lucky to me. Well, I thought you were going to say drive down there and just give Bo Nix a good talking to, but we'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, I want to tell everybody, first of all, thank you for making Locked on Bama the first place you go to when you listen to Bama podcast or any podcast or do anything in the morning before you even you know kiss your wife or whatever or kiss your husband or your 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 girlfriend's husband or whatever it is you're doing i don't know um i do also want to say that this episode is brought to you by sonos sonos speakers are the best speakers out there go check them out s-o-n-o-s and uh look you'll love it just give it a google and you'll love these things jimmy i, I want to start off we're going to start off with positivity here uh and then i'll get to the bonex stuff in a minute because it is infuriating as a fan and i think it speaks in general to the way society is right now that and I hate to be, you know, get off my lawn, old man. But the way Bo Nix is speaking publicly, some people may love it. Like, oh, just speak your mind and whatever. The problem with always speaking your mind is you sound like a dumbass sometimes. And you you come off as rude. <laughs> and, and, and you really just, you don't need to do that. I mean, I'm sure Bo Nix is a fine kid. I mean, I'm sure he's fine, whatever. But he he has now put this out there for the universe to know what he thinks and he sounds like a bitter old Auburn fan that's been jaded for a lifetime back to the Barfield days and or or Suge Jordan days. I, I said we'll get to Bo Nix in a minute and we will. Um but let me talk now about uh Alabama having two players win player of the week. Uh obviously Henry Toto for defense. I'm not shocked by it because he had a good game. I'm shocked that somebody on Alabama's defense that gave up that many points to Arkansas uh, was a player of the week. But um, yeah, but uh, but um, and then of course Bryce Young in the easiest call in American history, uh, winning SEC Player of the Week offensively. Um, he set numerous records. He was a beautiful human being out there. Uh, they might as well have been playing wind beneath my wings throughout the whole game. Just the whole thing seemed to be going in slow motion for him. Like everything was just uh, remarkable. I know he had one play where he, he ended up getting sacked and it pushed us way. I mean, apparently out of field goal range because we were about a yard short from Will Reichert, but he gave him about 16 yards and that was a bad play. That was a dumb play. But you know what? If he has that many good plays and one dumb play, I think we will take that. 101 times out of 95 times. And I know that mathematically that makes no sense. I don't give a shit. That's how much I loved his play and how much America should love his play because Bryce Young is an American treasure. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the style of his play. You know, sometimes Bryce is so good at everything. He's on good when, when you run the play as designed from the pocket or a rollout or however you design it. He's great at that. But he's also great at when it breaks down, he's got to ad lib. That's a thing for him, and he's really good at it. Now, when that happens, a certain amount of times out of 10, hey, there's going to be a bad play in there. 
because he's making up as he goes along. And it, it's just the nature of that type play lends itself to, hey, sometimes this isn't going to go well. I think in that situation, you sort of take the bad with the good. You don't excuse it. You coach him, and you're like, hey, Bryce, you know, you got to do better than this, pal. That's not good. Uh, but at the same time, you just have to take some of that bad with the good because the, the good will outweigh the bad, and, and it's going to be a positive play, a positive thing that Bryce has that in his arsenal. Yeah, and again, when you have guys that are that good, they're going to um, – are you getting checked at TSA? What's going on over there? Are you going through airport security? Yeah. Well, my seatbelt thing is telling me that I need to wear a seatbelt like Uh oh, you still there? I hey, oh, sorry. Okay. Well, my my mute was late, and then it stayed. Gosh, this this technology. I hit mute, and then it didn't mute itself for several seconds because I knew the seatbelt warning thing was going off. And then it was time for me to talk <laughs> again, and and <laughs> I hit mute three times before it allowed me to get back. No, but I I had I'm I not editing this. There. I'm not editing <laughs> this. No, those no. no. I think that's the beauty of the show. See, it's a lot like our ad libs, which basically the whole show is an ad lib. It's a lot like Bryce playing football. You're going to get a lot of bad. You're going to get, man, these guys are clowns. Why do I listen to this shit? They're clowns. <laughs> but and and then and then the beauty, then then the beautiful thing happens. There's some sort of accidentally hilarious thing, some sort of accidentally insightful thing, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, that's why I listen to the show. So yeah, we're, we're, we're I just compared us to Bryce. We're a lot like Bryce. Me and you. That is true. Um, except neither one of us is athletic, can throw a football, and neither one of us. Uh, and the only thing we could do well is throw interceptions, which he does not do well at all. Um, Jimmy, let me tell everybody about uh, uh, about NetSuite now. That's the next thing I need to do here um, because as soon as I find my live read, I will certainly do that. And uh, I'm in New York. I'm a little bit uh, flabbergasted and. Uh, discombobulated. Yeah, I'm uh, flabbergasted wasn't the right word, but I mean, I'm in New York, so whatever. Um, listen, this is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR planning, budgeting, and more, as my five-year-old coughs in the background. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time at all while staying ahead of the competition. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite right now. Through the end of this year, NetSuite is offering one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash NCAA. Head to netsuite.com slash NCAA for special end-of-the-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses, netsuite.com slash NCAA. Also, I want to tell you about PrizePix. PrizePix has this award-winning app. It's a ton of fun. Go to prizepix.com or anywhere you get your apps. It's fantasy made easy, daily fantasy made easy. PrizePix is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. PrizePix offers more college football props than anyone in the world and offers all the star players, the power five, as well as the mid-majors you might not have even heard of. PrizePix offers any prop you can think of from yardage touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. 
You can get a 100% match up to $100. Just be sure to use the promo code locked on. You pick two to five players and over under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. And it's just you for the projected numbers. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Use promo code locked in at prizepix.com or use their award-winning app anywhere you get your apps, PrizePix. Jimmy, I, I got I to gotta talk about Bo Nix thing now. Um, <clears throat> I wasn't planning to, but this happened today on um, the next round. I think that's what it's called. Uh, WJOI. Well, it's not even WJOX anymore. It's their podcast or whatever the hell it is. Uh, Lance Taylor, buddy of mine, super guy, Ryan Brown, Jim Dunaway, all good people. And uh, they had Bo Nix on and they've been having him on. And Bo Nix gets on there today. Um, and I'm going to try to find the exact quote while I fumble here uh, for just a minute because it was it was beautiful in a way because it encapsulated everything Auburn fans seem to think uh, if you follow social media. Um, and it, it's it's really just uh, I, I don't even know what to say about it. Um, it it's kind of disgusting, but I talked about how um, how it's reflective of the society now, where, uh-huh. look, and I'm trying to find this exact quote, so y'all, y'all just bear with me, but um, I'm having a hard time finding it on Twitter because I'm horrible at this while I'm trying to record a podcast. Uh, <laughs> but Bo Nick said that, essentially, hey, if you've been following um, – if you've been following Alabama and if you followed the Bo Nicks, I mean, excuse me, the Alabama-Arkansas game, you know that uh, Alabama gets all the favorable calls. That's the way it's always been. They get all the calls all the time. That's just the way it's always been. And I find it completely ironic considering that Bo Nicks threw a pass backwards against that very Arkansas team the previous year and <laughs> it the fumble. I find it completely ironic that Bo Nix and Auburn, they were given extra time to be able to set up for a field goal at uh, right before halftime of the 2019 Iron Bowl. Um, you know, you can just go on and on. Ironic that last year, uh, a kickoff from Ole Miss hit an Auburn player, but it was ruled to have not have hit him. And um, they ended up getting the ball and Auburn ended up winning the game when clearly Ole Miss should have had possession. Just on and on into the night. But, you know, I'm willing to live with mistakes like that. I'm not willing to live with a kid from who's a quarterback playing college football at Auburn right now, whose creed, which everybody at Auburn makes seem like is the gospel, says something about, you know, I believe in hard work, you know, I believe in work and hard work and, you know, you earn what you get and blah, blah, blah. I didn't know there was like a another verse to that creed about. And also I believe in whenever we don't, something doesn't go our way, we got hosed by the officials. And I believe in whenever something doesn't go right for us, we need to take to social media and wham, wham, wham. And we need to uh, complain to the world and let them know we're better than you think we are. I swear we are. We're awesome. We're great people. And you need to believe it. If you don't believe it, you're also in the conspiracy against us. It's really just quite sad that, um, first of all, that a player can go on an outlet now and say this out loud in public for everybody to hear um, when in 10 years, if, if he doesn't understand how sad this makes him look, that's going to be even more of an indictment of, of what he's become. And I'm sure, again, I'm sure Bo Nix is fine. I'm sure he's a fine guy, 
But when it comes to saying things like this out loud in public, this is not only wrong, because, by the way, Alabama leads uh, the SEC, I think, in amount of penalty yards received. So that's one thing. Right. Um, so that, that narrative sort of is shot down. Um, but And also the narrative of, you know, they just want uh, Alabama and Georgia to both get in the playoffs. Well, if that were the case, why did they let Alabama lose to A&M? Why did they, right. they let Arkansas even hang around in the ballgame? Why did they let LSU even hang around in the ballgame? You know, those, those narratives are so stupid. Um, and I understand Bo Nix may have been frustrated because he felt like Auburn got hosed on a call when I think the ball touched the guy, Jalen Simpson, on the punt. But I'll say this. I, I couldn't look at that review and say conclusively it did. I just think it did based on Jalen Simpson's reaction, which shouldn't warrant an overturn of a call. I'm with him on that. If he wanted to say, hey, I felt like we got jobbed on that call. Okay, I'm, I'm down with it. But, you know, at the same time, you had a 14 nothing lead against South Carolina. Don't act like you were being hosed the whole game. You should have won that game. Now, um, I don't mind him saying that. I do mind him saying as a 20-something-year-old who doesn't have much of a history, uh, uh, enough of this rivalry to know about bad calls, to uh, act like Alabama's always gotten the calls. Uh, it just It's a lazy, sorry take, and he needs to be called out on it. Yeah, uh, I'm not uh, quite as upset about it since I don't really care what Bo Nix says about anything uh, in relation to Alabama. Uh, I, I assume this is this is a kid named after an Auburn football hero uh, in the most Auburn family in the state of Alabama. So, yeah, I'm sure he, he hates Alabama is going to have a lot of anti-Bama takes. Uh, but my question is more like, well, if Brian Harson had said that the league office, uh, there is a conspiracy to help Alabama and they get all the calls, if Brian Harson had said that, he would have been fined a lot of money. Uh, and I'm not saying that we should find the players in the league because, you know, until, until recently, they don't get paid. Uh, now they do, sort of. Um, there needs to now be a mechanism because more and more players are going to have opportunities to say crazy shit like this that they shouldn't say. And if, if the coach is going to get fined for it, I don't see how the player just skates. So the league office is going to have to come up with something probably in the future and not for this because there was no rule in place already. But the league office is going to have to address this in the future, that things that coaches aren't allowed to say, uh, the players aren't allowed to say either, and there's going to be some level of punishment for it because it really makes the league look bad. Not that, not that Bo Nix caught the league doing something wrong. It's just, hey, for the same reason, the coaches aren't allowed to call into question the integrity of the officials. And that's what, that's what Bo did. Bo didn't say, I didn't think the punt touched my guy, and, and they were just wrong about that call. No, no. He said the officials are in on a league-wide conspiracy to help Alabama over the years. That's, that's what you get fined for big time. I mean, Parson be fined $10,000 for that, maybe more. So I think that needs to be addressed. In terms of Bo's opinion about officiating in Alabama, uh, I suppose, you know, he doesn't care what my opinion is about the way Auburn's campus looks, you know, and he shouldn't. I mean, why would why would Bo care what I think about that? I don't care what he thinks about about Alabama and officiating. Like you pointed out, Luke, it's 
of all the teams to complain about breaks from officials, you know, that's rich. And, 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 and secondly, uh, Alabama is the most penalized team in the SEC. So it's just ridiculous. It's poppycock. I mean, just look what happened this past weekend. The game was close, came down to an onside kick in part because an Arkansas player was allowed to push off and, and get an 80-yard touchdown, and there was no call for pass interference, which would have negated the touchdown. It was the right call to make, and there was no flag. So officials are trying to help Alabama out. They're doing a real shitty job about it. Yeah, not only that, I mean, there was a – on that same touchdown, Arkansas to get the playoff in time. Uh, but, you know, so. again – Hey, and I was the, looking. When I was at the stadium, by the way, I just happened to be at an angle where I could see the play clock and the ball snapped, and I knew it was getting close. I was looking right at it. I thought there was – I thought it was a – I thought in the stadium it was a full one second after there had been a zero on the clock. That's what it looked like to me, and I said so the moment it happened. It was just at the right angle where I – sit in the stadium and Auburn's, I mean, uh, Arkansas's got the ball right there. I can just see the snap and the play clock really easily. And I'm like, uh, they didn't get the snap off. They didn't get the snap off. I said it twice out loud uh, before they'd ever ran the play. And then, then I saw Burks push off and I'm like, he pushed off. I mean, I'm saying it out loud, driving everybody around me crazy, but I, I said it as it happened. I mean, I had a clear view of both and it's crazy that I can see that literally from 150 yards away. And, uh, and and the officials don't see it at all. I'm going to read what Bo Nick said because I finally found it. And this is his quote. Just a few of those controversial calls that were in the game raises some questions for sure, I guess, unless you're an Alabama fan, Nick said. But that's just part of the game. We've discussed it over and over and over. What, who's the we in that sentence, Bo? Just you and other Auburn fans? I mean, wh or what? Are you in the uh, the SEC offices trying to discuss this with them? That's not going to change no matter what happens, but it was a good game for sure. Nix was later asked a follow-up question if he was insinuating Alabama gets officiated differently and decided to double down on his previous statement. Nix said again, I mean, legitimately, I think you can watch the game and anybody unbiased will think that something is different, Nick said, but it is what it is. It's kind of how it's always been. But that's part of the game, and they have good players. Can't take that away from them. Again, that's that lazy uh, yep. Auburn take you hear from somebody who really believes that Bear Bryant did his best to make sure people hated Suge Jordan. I mean, that's exactly <laughs> – that, that's that's the laziest take. And it's, it tells me that that is so in Bo Nix's DNA that he's never going to get over this. Um, and you know what? Again, it's fine, except I'm with you. When you come out and say something this blatant, talking about the yep. officials and insinuating these controversies, now that you're getting paid, Bo, to go on here and spew your terrible opinion, you should be fined. He should be fined. This is not acceptable. And it's especially not acceptable from a dude who doesn't know you can't throw the ball backwards without it being called a fumble. <laughs> that just It's just <laughs> not acceptable. And it need, that needs to change. So, Jimmy, let's go ahead and take a break. Let me tell everybody about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is where you want to go to put that bet in. It's an awesome, awesome website. Easy to navigate, easy to get around. That's what navigate means. Also easy to pay in, easy to get paid through betonline.ag. Use promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus. Can't beat it with a stick. You can bet on football, basketball, baseball, rugby, hockey, golf, tennis, reality TV. You can play poker. You can play blackjack. You can play roulette. All these casino style games, everything you want at betonline.ag. It's where the game is played. You need to go check it out. Betonline.ag. I promise you'll love this website. Jimmy and I have been endorsing it for quite some time. 
betonline.ag, use promo code locked on. All right, Jimmy, is there anything to wrap up uh, the Arkansas game? Just anything else you want to throw out there? I mean, look, I'm going to say this. I want to, I, if there's an Arkansas fan listening, and I'm, I'm sure there's not, but if there were an Arkansas fan listening, I want to say this. Love your coach. I do. Um, Sam Pittman is the anti-Bo Nix. He's likable even as a rival. He's, um, he doesn't make any excuses. He doesn't uh, complain about anything he shouldn't complain about. He's just controlling what he can control. And I, I think Sam Pittman's a dude. We joked on this podcast about Sam Pittman. We did not know who Sam Pittman was when they hired him. And I'm going to tell you something. Like him a lot. I think he's got a future at Arkansas. Do I think he's won a national championship? I do not. Do I think he's going to win the SEC West? I do not. Do I think he's going to be a tough out every time he plays somebody? Yeah. With the glaring exception of one game against Georgia, I do. And um, I, I'm just telling you, I like him a lot. I appreciate him as a competitor. And I think Sam Pittman's a great character and coach to have in this league. agree 100%. Great dude. Really enjoyed him. I was wrong when Arkansas hired him. I criticized him. I thought it was a bad hire. Uh, and, and I was just wrong. Uh, I, I think not only was he a great hire, and he's going to do great things uh, at the Arkansas level, which means being a highly competitive team in the SEC, uh, I, I think he's a perfect fit. He's probably going to get interest from other programs. He's done so well. I think it would be a real mistake for him to leave. I, I think he is. he has found a home, and I think he needs to be the head coach at Arkansas as long as they'll have him. Yeah, I'm right there with you. He's um, he, He's – a good guy to have in this conference, considering now we've lost Ed Orgeron, who was a character, and really the he was LSU personified. He was just a it, if if Ed Orgeron doesn't pee purple and gold, I'll be shocked. I mean, I, I think um, you know he he just poops Mardi Gras beads. He is he is LSU in a nutshell, uh, and I think Sam Pittman is. Arkansas personified. Um, I don't know who Dan Mullen personifies unless it's the unemployment <laughs> line. Um, Cousin Eddie. There was Cousin a, Eddie. Christmas, <laughs> Christmas vacation. That is so true. Um, but I don't know who they're going to hire. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if they hired Elaine Kiffin or something like that. But, man, you, you know, Florida has no business being this bad. And um, I think they did have to let him go. $12 is a lot of money. Florida's got it, though. And it's not like they paid Gus Malzahn $20 million. They paid a guy who's actually, um, you know, turned some things around. And he was also in such a downward trajectory. There was no way, nothing they could do but fire him. I think Auburn probably is having some buyer's remorse or firer's remorse. Um, but I think that uh, Florida had to make this move. I just, it puts them in a bad spot right now, frankly. It, is there any team in any conference set up better for success for the next few years than Georgia, considering the turmoil in the SEC nope. East? Nope, I mean, nope, nope. Georgia's well, Georgia's well suited. Uh, Alabama is, you know, uh, Texas A&M is so strong. Uh, and now a Texas and Oklahoma coming into the league, it's going to probably ding our, our recruiting efforts in Texas. So I'd say it's a little tougher to be Alabama right now than, uh, than Georgia, who's really ruling the roost on, uh, on that side of the SEC, uh, no doubt. But uh, we'll see how Alabama I, – I think, you know, we're not going to talk about it today yet in full, but 
I think there's just too much negativity uh, from the Alabama people about that Alabama-Georgia game. Uh, every reason in the world for Alabama to be an underdog, Alabama will be an underdog. Uh, if you're going to my head and you're asking me, okay, who, who's most likely going to win the game, I would tell you Georgia. Why? Because Georgia's favored to win the game for a reason. They've played better than Alabama most of this season. But does Alabama have a chance to win that game? Oh, hell yes, Alabama has a chance to win this game. Because I know this, we're the best team they've played. They're the best team we've played. We're the best team they've played. So uh, let's see what happens. All right, that's going to do it for this episode. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Locked on Bama. Until then, continue to hate on Bo Nix as much as you feel like you should. (laughs) So uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Until then, roll tide, buddy. Roll tide.